I had to get this. I said to get the sounds, this, the height right. The last one was so loud. This one is not. Okay, now you ready? Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, now seen in as many households via Comcast, Disc Network, and DirecTV as Altitude Sports. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, super fan and friend of the Fancast, Marcelo. What's up? Durant. My board's all messed up. Oh, that was Bronco Jeff. Bronco, Bronco Jeff. Jeff. Bronco oh, Jeff God. messed up my board. Bronco right, Jeff's right, always right, sliding right. in here and screwing it all up. So there welcome to the go. show, everybody. It's good to be back. Um, South Stands Live. We're back. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're coming to you through your through your phone or whatnot, as always. And and as part of the 10-year uh, anniversary celebration, the celebration, if you will, um, we're 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 gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna dive brush. in we're gonna dive into a little history, and uh, and our our our, uh, our historian Marcelo is here and he's going to um, he's gonna help us remember some things because Colin and I don't remember any we don't remember much we don't remember a damn thing but Marcelo does because he's a he's a fan he's he's uh, he's been with us the you know most of the time and uh, we appreciate his uh, his support he's his unwavering support anytime anyone talks about a uh, you know a podcast he always says that you know we were the originals we were the we yeah. were the best. He always has our back. He always, always has our back, and we appreciate that, Marcelo, and welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's great to be on here. It's yeah. is, is it a dream come true, is or is that, is, that, is that too is it far-fetched? It's also okay. Hispanic Heritage Month, so it's, oh, good it's, a, it's a good time to have me on. That's so. exactly why you're here. Yeah. Colin said, hey, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. Who can we get on? I said, well, look, Marcelo will come on. And yeah, you have to get one. I was like, that's a perfect choice. It's a perfect choice. Although, I think you said you were, aren't you, didn't you claim you are the worst Mexican? Oh, in, I'm in, probably the worst Mexican in Denver. In the, yeah. Denver. What, what well, makes the, somebody a bad Mexican? Well, not knowing Spanish probably doesn't well, That's help. probably at the top of the list, yeah. yeah. Not knowing Spanish. Ketchup on a taco, not really a bad thing. I can't roll my R's, so that's another bad. That's another bad thing. So um, you can't for, say Marcelo. No. So 
you are from um, what I affectionately called uh, low high. I think that oh, is God. what is that where you're from? I think that's where you grew up in low high in uh, Denver or high high. I can't I, remember. I never heard of low high, but uh, I grew up on the north side. The north side. I, I think yeah. it's technically slow high. No, <laughs> it's, it's slow high. He he it's between Sloan Lake and Slow High. So Marcelo grew up in the in on the north side, and when he hears slow high and that he wants to he wants to to kill. Yeah. Um, but you grew up over there. You're yeah. you're a Denver native. Um, you've seen the changes. What oh do, do you think it's a do you think it's a net positive or do you think it's a it's a, it's a negative overall? I what you've seen? I think it's a negative overall. Uh, like the uh, the dive bar I grew up in was torn down about a year ago. Where was that at? Picks, what streets? Picks Corner on Thirty Second and Vallejo. Okay, I remember watching the the, the drive. Do you hear him say Vallejo? Yeah, see, yeah, he can't yeah. even he can't even yeah, pronounce yeah, the words right. Yeah, the only thing I can pronounce is, is Caesar. That's all I could do, and even then, that's bad. But I remember watching the the drive there with my mom. She was drinking Bloody Marys in a dive, Mexican dive bar during awesome. the drive. So that's my memory. Most other kids probably remember watching this, like the AFC Championship game at that time, probably at their at, in their living room. But you know, I had the chance to watch it in a dive bar. So you probably remember when I had the little store at the corner there. Yeah, over there, second at yeah. Pecos. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a different time. We had the Horn Means Corn guy and the Popsicle guy. So the Popsicle guy had a bell. And the corn guy had, had the a horn, horn and the horn meant corn. And you used to play basketball in the did. court across the street. Yeah, that that uh, court's gone. Oh, oh no, it's it? still there. Oh, yeah. No, it's still there. Uh, the the but right next to it is a gargantuan condo. Uh, yeah, I, I used to hoop yeah. it up over there a lot. And um, you know, now like you know when when I used to hang out over there, and then when I ultimately lived over there. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot has changed. A lot, you know, like now I'd be like, oh, it's pretty cool. There's a, the pro breweries right there. Yeah, you know, they got the that awesome, awesome food court right there. Oh, what, do they? What's, yeah. it, what's that one called? Right by your old shop. What's uh, a, that's Avanti, which yeah, was yeah, Avanti, yeah. which was Avanti printing. Uh huh. Back in those days, oh. but we had name. we had the best corner in the entire city of Denver. We did. That corner looked yeah. out at Coors Field across oh, the 23 nice, yeah. Viaduct. We looked down at Union Station all across downtown. You could see Elitch's. You could see fucking Mile High from there but at the time. Now, though, right? now you can't see anything anymore. That neighborhood has just been <clears throat> thrashed, absolutely destroyed. And on behalf of all of us of white people, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, uh, he speaks for all white people. That's what he does. That's what he's been doing for years, for ten years. And I and I and I bring that up because um, you know while while we're down memory lane, we were gonna we're gonna get into it a little bit with some with some memories. Marcelo's gonna throw some topics out that uh, that he recalls, and we can we can get into this in a little while. Oh, that'd be fun. And like, he's gonna like, he's, like quiz shows. Yeah, we, no, no, well, you could maybe turn it into a quiz show. But I had asked him a couple weeks ago. I said, Hey, what are some stuff that you remember that you could throw? And he gave me a list of things and and i said well shit you know maybe you just come on and and you know throw it out you know there's there's plenty of things we all remember right we all remember the horn of plenty i mean who could forget six and six, 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 no, oh yeah eight. exactly there's things like that but but maybe he can maybe he can uh you know uh, jar our memories a little further but we'll get into that in a little bit uh but i think we should talk about and uh and one um our good friend mike peterson is is watching i'm assuming he's watching on here because he's watching right there he's right. he's saying um yeah exactly he's saying that um, that I didn't hoop shit because I was talking about hooping <laughs> a second ago. So he texted me and said, well, I saw it. He, he yeah. did. Yeah. He played so basketball. I, I played basketball yeah. with it. I hooped. Yeah, I did hoop. Um, but uh, we'll get into that. But what I wanted to t- kind of talk about is maybe, well, we've got a lot of things. I, I was going to wear some, where was more my avalanche hat and say the only, the only team that hasn't let us down is what I was going to, what I was going to well, do. You guys both have nuggets. Hats, I know. I decided so, to wear my nuggets nice. hat today and Colin usually wears his, but um it's it's really a troubling time here in Denver because 
your Denver Broncos are um, 0-2. And uh, I just need to know, is this is this a lost season already, Colin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But didn't it start that way, though? Did anyone have any expectations? No. Yeah, yeah, we did the you fucking... Guys, we, did the, you guys, we did the thing, but I had... them a, to make the playoffs? Anyone pick the Broncos to make the playoffs? I, have a mo- did, I had right? them 0-3 after Green Bay, so I, I'm kind of okay. right on the money so far. Yes, it's. I a mean, lost like season. nine and seven, maybe. No, eight, they're not going to go well, nine and seven. Well, but that seven. was the. I had him as I. I picked nine hope. and seven, or maybe eight and eight, and um, that's where I thought. And they I'm were at seven, seven and nine. But you know, at, at best, they could sneak into a like a wild card spot. But, but it is. It, 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 there's two, no way. Oh, and two is distressing because we all know the statistics they throw out there about the likelihood of an 0-2 team. The likelihood of an 0-3 team is apparently, I believe, five percent of them make the playoffs. So, yeah, if you consider not making the playoffs the definition of a lost season, then yes. This is without question a lost season and was from the get-go. The question isn't, is this season a lost season? The question is, is this a lost franchise? Ooh, and a, a, a rudderless franchise? And is one, lo- one more losing season only But hasn't it been for the last several years? What's this changed? Would be, What's this would changed? be three. But nothing has changed. Okay. Well, I mean, Pat Bowen finally died, so maybe something <laughs> right. can change. So now it, it, it is it is rudderless, and I think that. I, and if you look back, and everyone goes, "Well, shit, they just won the Super Bowl." What three years, three four years ago? Is whatever John Elway the worst GM in the NFL? He very well I, might be. Yeah. See, that's what I don't know, and I can't figure out because all of a sudden he'll he'll do something. You go, "Well, that's pretty good. It's pretty good." I feel like plan. I mean, Von Miller was a no brainer. Right? Yeah. Like, who else was he going to take? Right. Um, Cam Newton, if he was there. If he was he there, he would have, right? Um, but what else has he done? He brought in Peyton Manning, but it's like Manning was the guy who that brought was, in. The yeah, that was a unique thing that probably only John Elway sure. could have gotten done. And that was huge. And I believe, since, and I wanted to get into this somewhere in the show, I thought it might be a little bit later. But we'll tackle it now because it's on the table. I think Elway needs to be directly involved, especially for the lack of a clear ownership picture. Um, once they hopefully God, please sell the team, please, please sell the team. I hate the Bowens. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I want, I want to see this team go in a completely other direction. Ownership wise. At that point, you can talk about being rid of John Elway, but in the short term, I want to see him take more of a figurehead role and less of an active role and kind of lose the maybe the general manager thing and kind of go for the yes. face of the franchise yes. thing yeah. and maybe and be the Dick Monford of the Broncos. Because he, and, and like you said with Peyton Manning, he's the reason probably why they got him, and that's what he can do. He has that cachet where he can bring people in that, that are high profile. But here's what's happened. Vance Joseph stunk up the place for two years. The team just starts swirling the drain. They yep. can't get anybody to come here. And now you've got Garrett Bowles, who was a first-round pick, d- becoming Garrett Bowles <laughs> in front of the nation's very yeah. eyes. And, and and nobody wants nobody wants a part of that. So there has to be something there that Elway can sell them on. At the time, that just made a perfect match for Peyton Manning, and it obviously paid dividends. But now they've lost that where they can't even get somebody to show up and go, hey, you know, I'm right. going to be a part of this. So he needs to become essentially the John Elway of the John Elway auto ship dealers. Yes. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. Yeah, he just needs to show his face. Do he some goes to celebrity golf tournaments. He, yeah, oh, he yeah. goes to charity events. He represents the franchise and the organization. And from a fan's point of view, he ties everything together with the past and keeps the Broncos relevant. Because if the Broncos begin to become irrelevant, 
that's when Pat Bolin would kick into high gear and get things taken care of and do dramatic things like firing Mike Shanahan. You're not going to see anybody that's currently involved with this organization from Joe Ellis to John Elway or any of the rest of them make bold and daring and courageous moves because nobody is in charge. Nobody's the owner. That's why I hope to see it sold because I don't want fucking Brittany, the inheritor, in charge of this franchise. Uh, no, and and I think that that Elway needs to – Elway probably – they actually probably need a GM. He can be a president – and then they could have a GM that is actually going to going to make some of the decisions that maybe he can weigh in on, and he can meet with free agents, whatever. What's his name? Um, um, Joe Ellis. Joe Ellis needs to go. Yeah, that guy needs to get the fuck out of here. And Soon. Joe Ellis is, as far as I'm concerned, is clinging to this opportunity and delaying the inevitable in order to continue drawing a salary. Which, if I understand this correctly, he sets himself. <laughs> Must be nice. Um, what What's Joe Ellis's motivation if he indeed does set his own salary to come to a final settlement place in this ownership struggle? He has none, so he is going to perpetuate all of this, all of this uncertainty that we have to deal with. And I agree with you, man. It'd be great to see him go, but he is in a position where he's the executor of that trust along with Mary Kelly, and I can't remember the other guy's name. So there's like this triumvirate, and they have to decide whether one of Bullen's shitty kids is good enough to be the owner of the Broncos or whether they're going to sell the team. I would rather see that family fight over $2.6 billion than fight over the Broncos. Absolutely. And and that's the thing is now I just see them all like jockeying for position. I'm like, they, don't, they have no intention to sell this, but they absolutely should. They should sell it to some fucking dude that can get they can get somebody else in here that knows what they're doing because right now I think and and got and I know this is going to cause some problems but I think they stumbled into that last Super Bowl win and that's fantastic I'll take it but they kind of stumbled into it and that's fine but after that it's been nothing but shit and it's been this team's good and this comes back to the original point they're awful they're not going to be very good this year, and it's just going to bum everybody out. Are they going to? Are, is it going to change anytime soon? And I don't see it changing anytime soon. There's just nothing, it, nothing to it. It and, takes and, three to four years to turn a team this bad around. And when it it, be, it's a, it's a, it's a giant fucking ship that turns slowly in the water. It's not a sports car. And when it comes to John Elway, who's going to tell John Elway to like just be the face of the franchise? There's nobody there to do that at all. Well, they the could, only person that could do it would be Pat Bowen. And sure, but they could say. John, here's here's a ton of money. You get to go fucking drink scotch at all the golf tournaments, and you get to you get to take all the glory. And then when the when the hard questions come, you can you can just piss off and don't have to worry about it. I think he'd take that. He'd be like, oh, cool. I, I don't have to I don't have to sit there and listen to Dmac fucking bust my balls. That's awesome. I think I'll take it. I don't know. I think he would, but just show him a pathway to the governorship, and he's in. And I mean, if Ellis is concerned about his like his paycheck. He's not going to do anything about it, and who's going to, like I said, who's going to say that to Elway? I don't, I don't so, see anyone else that could go in there and go. And therein you know. lies the problem: is there's nobody in charge. So real quick, and when we can get into the, we can get into our first break here. Have you have you seen? Now, granted, the the Broncos is a religion here. You've seen it. You grew up in the the Mexican dive bar watch, yep. watching watching yep. the Broncos. People of all races, all creeds, everything. Everybody loves the Denver Broncos here. Oh, especially Mexicans. Well, yeah, Mexicans, especially. Love, Mexicans fucking yeah, love the they, Broncos. They are, are diehard die Broncos fans, and I love them for it. 
have you ever seen it this more like people just going like, ah, fuck, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, there's been ups and downs, sure, through the years, but every year people would be like, fucking Broncos, man, yeah, this is it. This is the first time, maybe this now and maybe the last two years, where everyone's, I see people just going like, fuck, I see no way. I, I, I just can't get excited about it. I'm just done with it. Is this the lowest it's been? I think so. I mean, right now... I'm looking at the Green Bay game. I probably won't even watch it live. I'll just have it on Red Zone because oh, yeah. it's not going to be worth watching unless some sort of miracle happens. I'm probably going to be watching Red Zone too because just, it's, it's on with eight other games in that 11 o'clock time just, You're just going to see Aaron Rodgers fucking yeah. throwing touchdowns, and that's, that's the, it. So, yeah, so when does uh, Mile High Stadium turn into Coors Field? So that, oh. it was, it, that's a good tease. Do you want to go to break or t- tackle this one now? Uh, we probably need to go to break. That, cause was, cause a, that was a really professional 104.3 The Fan <laughs> style. That's a great question, Scott, and we're going to talk about that. After the break. Wow. Well, that's really good. Shit. That's pretty good. I like that. Well, let's take that first break, everybody, and uh, we'll get right back into it right after this. SouthStandsDenver.com and the SouthStands Denver FanCast are proud to be supported by Mark Rycroft's Sobo Liquors. Right there, north of Evans on South Broadway. Wonderful drive through a wonderful selection of wines, spirits, and microbrews. And most importantly, they're a supporter of the show. You can't see Mark on TV, so you might as well go say hi to him. At Sobo Liquors, and when you do, please tell them the South Stands sent you. It's the questions, it's the questions, boy. It's the questions, it's the questions. Come on. Does Garrett Bowles' pregame get pumped playlist include tunes like "Hold Me Now," "Hold On for One More Day," "You've Really Got a Hold on Me," and "Hold On Tightly"? Is Bowles a member of the Church of Jesus Fucking Christ of Latter Day Saints? Did Joe Ellis do the deal with Empower because he's been empowered to steal the Broncos blind? If Brittany Boland takes over control of the team, will she change the O's in Broncos to little hearts? At her wedding last weekend, how many of Brittany's brides were Pat's mistresses? Has Altitude TV considered the UHF dial? Remember the UHF dial? Uh, (laughs) It was a thing. Yeah. yeah. If the Colorado Avalanche gets shut out 5-zip versus the Vegas Golden Knights and nobody sees it, did it really happen? If AT&T Sportsnet took over Avalanche coverage, would Drew Goodman be constantly screaming, he shoots, he scores, followed by, wow, I really thought that was a goal. <laughs> At intermissions, will Jenny Kavnar shout, fire up the Zamboni? Will Mark Stout still just be creepy? When Rockies players watch Broncos games, are they like, man, these guys suck? <laughs> 
Will Dick Monfort hang a commemorative banner in Coors Field reading 2019, not the worst franchise in, not the worst season in franchise history? Is Guy Incognito Marcelo Duran's Twitter handle? Or is it actually Tom Nalen's burner? Can the three big cable outlets block my Broncos instead? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com. Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Your picture is still on my wall, on my wall, the color. the great Daniel Johnston last week. Is this his song? Yeah. I thought this was Built the Spill song. They covered it. It's a Daniel Johnston song. Wow. Well, he learns something new every day. So is this yeah. a tribute to Peyton Manning? Red. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so we, we heard some Rick Ocasek, right? Because uh, he passed. But uh, the great Daniel Johnston. last a long time. Yeah, this is the, we're missing Peyton Manning to this song. Something last. Oh, we did what? Long time. Why did you have to leave us? Was Wow, I had no idea. I thought this was Built Spill song. Mm-hmm. They do. They do on the uh, normal years. They yeah, yeah. So that would make sense. Your um, yeah, your this picture's... is really fucking depressing. Dude. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I'm gonna cut he, myself. He had some of the most beautiful, most haunting songs. It's beautiful and haunting, and I'm gonna cut myself. Uh-huh. I know I saw him in concert here in Denver. Did you? Um, he was at the 15th Street Tavern. Ooh, Ooh what a Daniel shithole. <laughs> Remember the 15th Street <laughs> Tavern is, when you could still <laughs> smoke indoors? That is Denver's original <laughs> oh, shithole. One of Denver's original shitholes. The whole place <laughs> smelled like piss. And, and, <laughs> and remember the bathrooms? Oh, like, oh dude. <laughs> I try not to. Uh, I would fucking piss in the alley before. Yeah, everybody winced. Everybody winced. <laughs> I mean, there'd be no doors on the stalls and oh, yeah. not, no toilet seats and just nothing. But you know who opened up for Daniel Johnston at the 15th Street Tavern? You who? ready for this one? No. Harvey Sid Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's play some of that. That's quite the that's, that's, quite the bill. That's quite I'm the double you, bill. It's quite the bill for sure. Um, I just started thinking of all the horrible bathrooms I've been in over the years in these. But nothing bars. was worse than the 15th Street Tavern. No, 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 the worst one. No, it was the worst. No, hold on though. The Streets of London bathroom is pretty fucking terrible. It's pretty bad. Nothing. Truly, nothing. I, I was don't bad think it's 15th Street Tavern bathroom. I think they actually have toilet seats at Streets of London. They they did. And yeah, that place does remain a shithole. It, it, it is shit. Yeah. And the fifteenth, like no one even wanted to go in the toilets, so it oh, was no. just urine and feces <laughs> everywhere. You know, it, it, it reminds it me. Horrible. You know that picture that people post where it's the dude. He's like he's like got his hands up and he's pushing the stall door with his feet and he's shitting. You know that picture? <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah. That yeah. that's what that reminds me of. That's what was going on in those places. Uh, I, 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 had, hey, I got a shit I story it. for you. Um, I've never shared this one. And this involves the uh, this is Marcel. <laughs> you're making history. history. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's, that's, for a treat. Right. It's in my wheelhouse. Right no, now. I I um I remember I like uh. I went to streets of London. We used to hang out there quite a bit and throw darts and stuff. And, uh, I like, 
I don't know if it was all I had to eat or something, but it was like a, a big block of like habanero cheddar. Oh god! And I, do it. I just fucking I was wolfing it down, right? I wolfed it down. I probably drank some coffee, hot cheese, hot, hot cheese, hot and cheese then and I went coffee. cheese and coffee. And I, That's I think a good that was a Tom Waits album. <laughs> yeah, that was hot cheese and coffee. As we was recorded in New York in uh, 1977. Uh, and I, I ate all this stuff. I probably drank coffee. I drank a bunch of beer. And I had to fucking shit so bad. And I was at Streets of London. And oh, it was no. fun. Oh, it was terrible, oh, God, dude. dude. I think I think I ended up doing like a little hover over the thing. Like I just kind of I kind of did this because I didn't want my ass cheeks to touch it. And I just blew ass all over the place. It was so oh, God, gnarly. God. Do you guys follow uh, Rex oh, Chapman man. on Twitter? Rex Chapman? I see Peter? his stuff all the time, yeah. Uh, so he had this one. It's really good. Good. He just posts just crazy videos. But he had one recently where a woman at a at a grocery store just kind of goes around the aisle, squats down, just blows ass, oh, God. <laughs> and then just puts her pants back on and goes. And well, speaking just, of speaking of it, and see that's one of my favorite things. Sorry, Colin. You love blowing ass. Well, no, no. I was gonna say one of my favorite things about the podcast is. The fan cast is shit stories in Denver history because you guys are a little bit older than I am, so you have a different view of Denver. From, like, and shit. Grew up. We have a different yeah, view of shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit in Denver, yes. <laughs> We've done <laughs> it more. You know? Well, speaking of, shit, speaking of shit in Denver, we teased before the break that we were going to talk about, about Mile High becoming the new Coors Field. I saw a lot of uh, commentary from people as they were arriving for the tailgates this last Sunday for the home Ooh. opener against the Chicago Bears. That people could not believe how many Chicago Bears fans were at Mile High. And we always talked about it in the early days of the show. That that happens at Pepsi Center. That happens at Coors Field. You go to a game with the Cardinals or the Cubs or the Dodgers uh, or the Yankees at Coors Field. You expect that. You know that's going to be the case. Let's go, Dodgers. It's going to be fucking permeating your brain, right? And even at Pepsi Center... You know, Minnesota Wild fans are there. Minnesota Timberwolves fans are there. Lakers fans are there. Fuck the Golden State Warriors fans who are there because they're all a bunch of fucking cock-riding assholes. <laughs> but they're there, and you just kind of get used to it. But it's always been the case that the one facility here in the Denver market that's immune to it is Mile High. And it's just a Broncos fan locked down. They've got it locked down. It's not happening anymore, guys. And when teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Chicago Bears come here, and even the Kansas City Chiefs, a lot of Broncos fans are selling their tickets. And this is something that didn't happen when Pat Bolin was not only still alive, but still cognizant, because the first thing that he would react to is seeing a lack of fan interest. That That would really piss him off. And if you look at his history of his moves... It was when people started losing interest that, that he would shake things up. Now they're allowing it to creep in, and the transplants are creeping in. And now Mile High is turning into the new Coors Field. I've 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 been to like Ra- like Raiders games there, and there was like definitely Raiders fans, but they were outnumbered. They were definitely outnumbered. And now I don't think that'd be the case. And what it what's happened is is we've had a couple years. We had a, we had a big high with the Super Bowl win, but then we had some lows because they everyone went, "What the fuck did they do hiring this guy Vance Joseph?" The team went in the crapper. Nobody thinks it, it wasn't like this season. Everyone went, "You know what? 
they're gonna they're gonna really they're gonna really push the Chiefs this year. We no one no one said that. No one yeah. said, oh, they're gonna really push the Chiefs and they're gonna be really good. So as soon as they lost that first game, everyone was like, nah, all right, they suck. They really suck, and then we're not gonna go. So the this game comes and nobody's gonna be there. I think so, there's something more to it though. Well, this and is that we're so hospitable toward people. Well, no, that's that, part of no, the problem. That, they they that, don't. They know they're not going to get fucked. That, with. No, that's true. That's true in Coors Field because it's very, it's very nice and civil, but not at not at Mile High. It's always a place where you you're going to get your ass yep. kicked if you start talking shit. And I've seen tons of fights there, and because somebody mouthed off, and because Bronco fans rule the place, but because we've had several years of mediocrity, and most smart people have gone. You know what? This isn't changing anytime soon. So why the fuck should I go? Why would I go down there? Why would I? Why don't I sell my tickets to Bears fans? Because I'm just going to watch them lose, and and they don't care, and that's understandable. But that's what's happened over the course of the last it's three al- years. It's also a matter of gentrification too, though, because people like the people that Marcelo grew up around went to Mile High Stadium. Yep. Yeah. And they don't anymore because they can't fucking afford to. Yep. Because it costs so much fucking money to go there. So if you're a blue collar dude who works at a fucking glue factory or whatever the fuck you do, you just can't justify the money. And besides which, you had to move out of North Denver to Commerce fucking city because it's fucking low high now. So those people can't go there anymore. And I think that's part of the problem is the, the hardest core, most blue collar fans who are going to make it an unwelcoming environment for Chicago Bears fans are no longer there. It's guys like you and me, people with a fucking minivan and uh, fucking two, one and a half mortgages and three and a half kids. But you know, that, when that, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say that, that's true. But also imagine someone who is having trouble putting some money together, who has season tickets for decades of their family, and now all of a sudden they can get, you know, three four hundred bucks a pop for their tickets from a bears fan and they suck they're gonna do that too i mean it's just it's so many things. it's it's there's so many things but and, and i agree with that that's part of it because a lot of people are priced out of it but if they were good and they had the promise of being good people would be there and they would be like hey i want to be a part of this i want to i want to i want to be a part of the whole crowd and everybody fucking knows they're gonna suck and they're gonna suck for a while and so they don't why, why bother why bother i have rocky season tickets and i've not gone to a game i haven't probably been to the last 20 games and i'm and when shocked you, that when people you are bought them. those rocky season tickets you had a fucking hard on because you thought yeah that we were looking at a team on the upswing no doubt yep. no doubt and it's a drag um it sucks to go to all these games you could be constantly disappointed see brian shaw give up six runs every damn any pitches in it's a drag now that's a total drag. The difference is the rockies could be could be decent again next year they, you're they right. could easily they could. be decent again next they got year a bunch of young i don't guys see the broncos happen. being good for several years now they're gonna have to draft a quarterback and start fresh they're gonna have to do something um they're not they have chris harris on like what one one year deal he's gonna be traded by he's the guns the, yeah he's gonna be traded they're gonna trade him because they'll be like well we got him on a one-year deal let's get something for him this season's fucking over he's gone which totally sucks because he's one of their best players this team is fucked for a while, and why would you go and sit there? I I didn't want. I had Rockies tickets, and I didn't go because I just didn't want to sit there watch them lose and go spend fucking forty dollars on beer. And I was that's just like, the, and that's like, the other thing. I was too. like, I can sit at home and I can have a couple drinks and don't have to and leave yet my the Rockies are couch. fifth in fucking attendance. I, How does that happen? Because people it's love it. I get it. It's an event to go to a game. It's an, it's a social event, and people love yeah. it. It's a beautiful ballpark. The what? weather's great. Why not? 
not. I, I bought all my tickets back in March for every single game, right? I mean, a lot of people did. So they get a lot of attendance, and they have a lot of fans. Uh, they have Cubs fans. They have Reds fans. They have Red Sox fans. It's they. It's half the stadium is the other team. Well, right down the street is the Blake Street Tavern, and if you hear their ad on the radio, they say we've got watch groups for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. The Boston, the New England Patriots, the Boston Red Sox, New we'll York Yankees. suck anyone's dick over here. Come on down. No, but all these teams, all these teams except for the Broncos, have a have a glimpse of promise. Even the Rockies. I think the Rockies, if they get their shit together, could could very well be back in the and mix. By shit together, you mean some fucking pitchers. Some, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which also means I'm definitely going to the Brewers series because I would like to see. The last series of Charlie Blackman in a Rockies uniform. There you go. You see, you say goodbye to Charlie Blackman. He's totally gone. Oh, they yeah, they need pitching. Totally There's not. He's the only sellable piece on that team. What That's about, it. What about Ian Desmond? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we talk about Rockies and Arenado. Well, we, listen, we got We got to get in the second half, and we're gonna we're Already? gonna have a yeah yeah we, yeah, and we're gonna have a little uh, we're gonna have a little interlude uh, interlude interlude <laughs> yeah yeah. <Already. laughs> Way to forecast. Way to foreshadow. Sorry, but that, that's later in the show. Um, a little interlude with uh, with uh, Scoop Nemeth, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get into that. But um, very fascinating topic, and I you know it's it all just comes back to the whole central point that if they suck and no one sees a future in it, they're gonna they, then no one's gonna fucking show up. Man, that Bears game was horrible. Oh, Holy shit! Oh, I mean, terrible. you talk about fucking snapping victory from the jaws of defeat and then spitting it out on the floor and watching it die. I was I was getting ready to play a hockey game and they have a TV there and I like went out and I was watching the game and um and I was like, "Oh, they're they're, you know, they're dead in the water or whatever." And then someone came in and they said, "Oh, hey, they just uh they just fucking They just won." They no, they said they go they go, "Oh, they 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 missed the field goal." And I go, "But then they did the two point and then they they took the lead." And I said, "Oh, that's great." So I get up and I'm getting ready. I got all my stuff on. I'm getting ready to go play it. I go watch it again and I look and I go oh they just lost and i went back and i said oh they just lost and everyone's like no fucking way dude the, the ending of that game was such that after everything that happened for like the last minute and a half there was some sort of long interruption to the game so after the bears scored that field goal and won i'm just waiting for it like what okay what for what reason are they going to take this score off the board oh, it's it, it, it was just insane for three dude. hours i thought they, the broncos won because I was in an airport in San Francisco. We're boarding the flight, and I go, oh, look at that. They scored. Oh, my God. It's 11 seconds left or something. Broncos won. How about nine. that? There were nine <laughs> seconds yeah. left. How about that? That's amazing. There were, and then, uh, was, they had fourth and 15 with eight seconds it, it left. It might have been four hours later when I learned that they actually lost. That sucks. That sucks Good ass. Time. Hey, um, I got a song, and guess what? Okay. This is also a Daniel Johnson song, and you're going to think it's another band. Okay, I'm, you're, you're, I'm ready. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll get back with some scoop. Try to remember what my feelings don't know for sure. I try to reach out. But it's gone. I'm walking a cow. I really don't 
It's time, everybody, to check in with our good friend, Brian Scoop Nemeth. Brian, how have you been? Excellent. I understand that you've attended some sporting events lately and that you're very heavily engaged in the Denver sports scene. I have. I've been to the Colorado Rockies game last Sunday, and I wore that South Stands Denver t-shirt. That was awesome. And I appreciate awesome. I appreciate the, the did, photo. Did anyone talk to you about it? No, nope. Nobody talked to me about it. Oh, I gotta be. Yeah, you heard me. Oh, you didn't hear me. Okay. Well, they can't hear. Oh, you. Gotcha. Okay. So, <laughs> Brian, you've watched the first couple of, of games. We were just talking about your Denver Broncos. What are your early impressions of the team, and do you think it's a lost season? I think it's a lost season, and the Broncos aren't aren't going nowhere because the offense is the offense is their weak strength. Despite the fact that we've got a pretty powerful defense, the Broncos' offense not so much. Yeah, I think we can agree on that, Brian. Now, we love to talk sports with you, and we often do, and we really appreciate your input on the fan cast. But also, we know that you have a tender side and that you are a writer and that your passion is for erotic short stories. And so I thought I would give you the opportunity to share with us an outtake from one of them. Have you have you chosen a selection you'd like to share with our listeners? Fatal Love Affair. Dictator billionaire husband Saeed holds wild child cougar wife Joan prisoner in her own home. Always away Saeed is always away from home on business. Joan is left lonely. So what does she do to pass the time? She looks outside to see what she sees. A hunky gardener and housekeeper named Michael, who is employed by Saeed. And she invites him in for some tasty brownies and some good grub. Next, they get to know each other. Next thing you know, they start falling in love. They start going out together. Then next thing you know, they start getting it on. Hot sex in the shower. Michael going down on Joan. Oh, yeah. And... In the bedroom, Joan, Michael gives Joan an orgasm so loud, it wakes all the neighbors up. Holy then, smokes. Then, Saeed comes home, un, unbeknownst to him, without his knowledge, Something goes on upstairs in the bedroom. Then he finds that Joan is cheating on her dictator husband, Saeed, with that housekeeper, jo- housekeeper Michael. And then he starts, you mother 
motherfucker! I'm, you're a dead motherfucker! He breaks out his sword, slices Michael's head off, and then kills his wife, Joan. Wow. All Brian, the neighbors is... hear what's going on. It is amazing that you that you are doing this incredible stuff, and and I really wish more people had access to it. I have a collection of your of your of your of your short stories, and I just think they're great. And we we got to talk more about how you can get that stuff out there for the public. But in the meanwhile, where can we find you on social media? You can you can find you can normal you can normally find me where I'm talking about my clothing line at my scoop at facebook.com slash superwoman designs. It's one word, not three. Great. You are so such a multifaceted guy. You've got so many irons in the fire. It's great speaking to you. There's one last thing I'd like to get from you, uh, Brian, and uh, that is if you could just lead us out with some sports. Sports! Sports! Scoop Neiman segment, wasn't it, boys? Oh man, it, uh, it always. I'm hot and bothered by that. It was really, it was really good. Yeah. I, I, I you notice I left. I went and masturbated. Yeah, I, I went and jacked off. Yeah. And, uh, and it's I not just, the first time, but it's not the first time. But this time I was jacking off and thinking about someone hit killing me with a sword. That's what I was Where did the sword come from? I don't know. Well, it's just, just in Maybe the house. Saeed, 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 Saeed was a big, he's yeah. a big sword fanatic. Yeah. I guess he left yeah. that part out. He's one of the sword guys. He's a big you, sword every, guy. Every one of us has known a sword guy. Oh, he probably has a room dedicated for swords. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's got a sword room. It's a big it's, house, right? The room is police scanners in as <laughs> yeah. well. He's like, he's, like, he's like, wait a minute, Joan. I'm going to go to the sword room right now. Uh, all I'm picturing is Saeed from Lost. You know? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking Saeed from Lost. Just a giant sword. Wow, good stuff though. Um, really good. Um, it was Michael. Michael was the Michael was the gardener, but then he became the housekeeper at some point. But I thought Saeed was the gardener. No, no Saeed's Saeed the husband. He was oh, keeping oh, Joan yeah. prisoner. Come on, Scott. That's racist. Why would Sa- yeah. why why you took you took no, Saeed, the, the very successful just, businessman Saeed, who was always on the road. So it's Saeed's sword. Saeed's sword. Yeah. He, owned a, he owned a convenience store, a I chain mean, of convenience yeah. stores, I mean, traveling around. I mean, and, he, and he drove at Uber at night. You ought to just say that I'm the gardener. Round Aurora. Yeah, Marcelo's the gardener. Well, yeah, he, he said, and the gardener, <laughs> and I went, Miguel. Marcello. And I was like, oh, Michael, what the fuck? It's the white gardener. <laughs> he could have been any any ethnicity named Michael, but, you know. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, sure. So we, we, are in the, we are in the 10th year. Of the, of which, the show. which is funny. Really? I was thinking about this today because uh, the really nice gal at the coffee shop down the street, real sweet gal. Um, I wandered in. I, I was kind of in a mood. I was having a day, and she 
She's like, so who made you laugh today? I was like, I don't know if I laughed today. She's like, so who's inspired you today? She's like just talking to me. She goes, are you going to make somebody laugh today? I was like, I don't know. I hope so. I've got a podcast. She's like, oh, podcast. You know, what's your podcast about? It's about sports. And and I wanted to say, listen, sister, I've had a podcast since nobody fucking knew what that meant. No one knew. And nobody knew. It's like an internet radio show. You'd have to explain. Now everybody has a podcast. Oh, everybody's got a podcast. Um, every, everyone everyone you've ever met has either considered podcasting or has a podcast. Ooh, how do you guys set that up? I and mean, what do you do? Well, hey, let, let me tell you. Any advice out there? Make sure you get some fucking equipment that doesn't uh, doesn't go on the fritz every goddamn do, time. Do you remember when we had Roberto Montoya in here from yeah, yeah. the University mm-hmm. of Colorado? Yep. He now has his, a podcast. Hispanic Heritage Month. Oh, oh yeah. he's way He's ahead uh, of the game. Yeah, very very active politically. I should go listen to it. Uh, it's called Theory Heads. Is his podcast? That yeah, was had, that's he's very very smart dude. Had some really good stuff to say. He was he was a good guest. Yeah, we had a good time with him. I mean, hell, I even had a podcast for thirteen episodes. Who did? I did. You did back in the day, for like. Oh, you had what was it called? Untitled Denver. Yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. good podcast. It was it was almost like an NPR kind of sounding well, thing, right? Yeah. Well, it was kind of a like variety pop culture podcast. So one of the hosts talked about uh, sewing up a a mitt. Or like sewing a mitt for like fifteen minutes, which didn't really work that well for us. Which is probably why we quit doing it. Well, you know, it, it, you, you sometimes you have to power through, which yeah. we've done, which we've done over there. You just have to power through. But you're right, Colin. There were, weren't many. The Colorado sports guys thought they were the first, but then all of a sudden they realized we had been probably doing it for six months or so. Did they? They never thought they were the first. They did. Yeah, really? they thought they. Yeah, they did. No. They thought they were. And and granted, it's a great medium because everybody can do it. If as long as you've got, I mean, you could you could just sit at your computer at home and fucking do whatever. You can do it on YouTube. You can do it. Um, you can do it iTunes. Whatever. Um, it's great because it it it's the it's the it's the internet in a nutshell. Basically, it's the greatest thing in the world and it's the worst thing in the world because everybody can do it. That's great. Everybody can do it. That's bad. That's fucking terrible because not everybody should be fucking doing it. Um, the, the, the thing is, you know, now you see people like doing it. And if you got a little bit of fame, you can actually make some money on it. But it's very hard to do. And I think we've found that over the years. We've had some sponsors here and there. And it's been it's been kind of like, you know, it worked out for a little bit. But well, and then there are the Bill Burrs of the world who are just crushing it. I mean, he's just fucking crushing it. I don't know if he's if he's actually eclipsed Corolla in downloads, but the Bill Burr podcast is huge. Huge is it? I don't he's know. got guests like Barack Obama and shit like that. I oh mean, really? Yeah, he's that's getting his, he's getting the A A Chappelle clout. That's his Chappelle clout right there. That's how he gets those guests. So being on the Chappelle show and all that. Bill Burr was on the Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Oh yeah, he was. Um, I believe he was on. The, oh yeah, he was on the Chappelle. He was on the show, famous yeah. uh, the skit with the um, the World Series of Dice. If you remember <laughs> yes, the World Series yes. of Dice, he, he was, was the one, announcer. He was one of the announcers. Yes, <laughs> Ashley yes. Larry. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley Larry. Yeah. I love Ashley Larry. Well, listen, we'll get we'll get too far off topic talking about Chappelle. Um, but ten year anniversary, we have Marcelo in here, and uh, we just thought maybe Marcelo could remind us of some some key moments, and we could we could chime in on them. You got some for us? Yeah, I mean, a key moment for me, though, you know, was the Denver Diatribe, which was the podcast that kind of led every, all the podcasts I listened to back then was from the Denver Diatribe because they had you on the show 
on an episode, so that kind of like was like my gateway to get to South. And Sands. I think that was at open at Colorado Open Media where we met them and used an actual like studio. It's really fancy. We did that separately because I did a separate one with yeah. them. Yeah, we we had our, we had them on later. And if you recall, South Sands was just named the best uh, podcast in the Westward. And I opened the whole show with "We Are the Champions." Uh-huh. So you remember, nice, remember yeah. That whole thing? And, yeah. And um, immediately, Ron. Were, Ron's a really good guy, and he still yeah. does tons yeah. of stuff around Denver. Oh, yeah, yeah. everywhere. And, yep, that was that was some good stuff. That was a nice crossover. We don't do that too much anymore because, you know, who else who else is out there? Jeff Morton, come on. Yeah, give me that break. Come shit on. show of an amateur hour. <laughs> That's exactly it. What else you got? Well, like well, one of the other things with Chrissy Becks, like oh. reading before meeting Chrissy Becks, and then meeting running into Chrissy Becks at a Rockies event and then having her on the show. And also that brought up the, uh, what is it? That phrase, uh, de- decanting, <laughs> which I never, which I never knew before. De- and I can't forget now. So you can't forget now decanting. <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't remember, we yeah. went into the detail. That was when, you know, when I had that, uh, that shit story a little earlier and actually I have another one too. I want to tell, I don't think I've ever told this other one too. Um, decanting is when you take like a um you take a catheter and you put it up your wiener and you you take like a like a thing of wine and you you squeeze a big thing of wine up into your bladder and then i would like uh hold it for a second and then i would decant the wine into colin's mouth and colin would take a big old drink of wine from my from my from my bladder and that was decanting, yeah. And then I think we also talked about sounding, too. Remember sounding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the glass stick. <laughs> you know, you take a metal, you take a stainless steel rod, and you shove it up your cock, and then someone taps it, taps it different different, uh, different times. That, that's actually a thing, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. I'm sure there's someone listening. Going, they're, they're sounding <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> Mike Peterson. Mike Peterson. Leaning back in his chair. <laughs> He's beard leaning, a twitching, leaning back in his chair, and, and dong, <laughs> dong, <laughs> let it, oh, really, oh, really. <laughs> okay, what else? And what else? I, and then I listened to about thirty old episodes from the past week and a half, and you had a pretty good run of four episodes where you had Robin Carlin on. Oh yeah, and then Adam Kane Holland. Yeah, and then Brandon Spano. Wow, and Vic Lombardi. Yeah, that's a pretty good stretch right there. Yeah, it's a good stretch. That's before we alienated everyone and we got people on the show. I remember the uh, when when Adam was on, we remember the power went out. Yeah, yeah, the first time. So so he came, and then we're all hanging out. We're like, sorry, no power, and he crazy enough came back he came came back i thought i thought i thought this dude's not coming back he's fucking long gone i would have been long gone i would have been like sorry guys i'm fucking busy (laughs) i missed that old studio we were sitting we were sitting around a basically a gorilla rack yeah yeah and uh and we were much closer together there's so much poo Everywhere, rat, oh, rat, rat, yeah, rat, rat, and the mouse poop. Yeah, yeah, it was great. This is so this place food. is much. This place is much cleaner. Yeah, you'd lift up the server oh. for the computer. And Remember, we had be... a we had a, a Joel Klatz uh, in that studio. Joel Klatz, oh, was that's there. right. With, He's with a germaphobe. Yeah, <laughs> mouse poo everywhere. We had Joel Klatz. <laughs> oh probably, if you think about it, Joel Klatz the biggest star. That we've had in. He's definitely now, pretty big. Because he's fucking yeah. on Fox NFL. Yeah, he does like, like college he's football di- well, he's stuff. D- yeah. He's big, yeah, big time. Yeah. He's big, 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 yeah. big, big time. Now, Lauren Gardner's big time for sure, but she's not as big time as Clat. And uh, and uh, 
what's his fucking name? We used to do the show with Kisla in the morning. Peter. Peter Burns. Peter Burns. Yeah. Peter Burns he's SEC. big time. Yep. Big time. But he's not as big time as Clack. I mean, Clack, Clack Clack's is, on national Clack stuff. Clack is a yeah. fucking, like, he's like, I think he's even a bigger stud than Schlereth right now. Clat uh, was really good, and I remember we used to make oh, fun of him. Great he guest. was a great guest. And he Broncos. Um, he's, yeah, Broncos. And we asked him why he said Broncos all the time. He grew up here. He's yeah, a fucking grew- Colorado native. He said Broncos. I like, yeah. didn't ever fucking got it. He never, he's like, oh, that's just how I say it. I was like, this is not the answer I was looking for. He was definitely a way better guest than I thought he was uh, going to yeah, be. Absolutely. Because we used to antagonize each other on Twitter. And, you know, it's interesting what a role Twitter has played in the whole thing for the last entire decade. I don't think we could have done this without it. No. How would you contact people? Well, I mean, it's about building a community. Like you, 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 all of you guys have built a community of people that follow the, the fan cast. And, sure. You know, you have the fantasy, you know, you have the two leagues going on for fantasy football. You know, I don't really see that with other podcasts where they really have that sense of like, you know, bonding over Twitter. What you, Twitter has, has, has built it up and now Twitter's torn it down. Well, <laughs> if, you yeah, know, if you know what I mean. Right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not looking at Colin or anything, but. But, 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 but the whole thing too is you, 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 like back then you, you actually interacted with everybody that listened to the mm-hmm. podcast. And that's what like a lot, you know, there were other podcasts that were out there that, you know, they had a, a Twitter account, but they didn't do anything with their listeners. Well, I remember and, I used to use the tagline, the South Send Denver Fancast, where we talk about you. That's and we did. We'd mention and we, we we would have people in who are just Twitter personalities, which is, you know, I mean, we're doing it again tonight with Marcelo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned Chrissy Beckson and Chrissy yeah. Beckson. I don't know if she had like fucking ten thousand followers. We had or so many fucking downloads of that <laughs> show because oh, yeah. people wanted to know who she was. And which, fuck, yeah. and that same thing with with Lauren Lauren Anders, L.A. Baby. We had yeah. L.A. Baby and people fucking downloaded the shit out of that. They wanted to know what she sounded like, who she was. Um, Brooke Kale, same yep. way. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you'll probably get at least five, like at least five more downloads for me tonight. That's right. Maybe, probably maybe so. Six. For a little five extra. There. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, we'll you've got a, you're we'll Mexican. You have a lot of cousins. Well, we have a lot of cousins <laughs> who don't really listen to podcasts. Because... That's right. Well, get them on it. Thanks, thanks for thanks for bringing that extra five people. Yeah, in, though. we yeah. appreciate it. Maybe so. six. Maybe six. It depends. Remember, <laughs> maybe maybe you could get it put on KBNO or whatever. Uh, KB is it KBN? Which is the Broncos are numero uno station. I, I mean, if I didn't get blocked by like everyone defending your honor, I probably would have more followers <laughs> yeah. on there. Since I, I've been I've been kissed and soy shirt. So I, I always loved it when Spano came in like way back when because he was on the same time as we did the podcast. So he would leave his own show. Yeah, to go on our show, and he would get yep. he would get a replacement just so he can come on our show. Spano, that's and pretty it, cool. And I think so if you that. took all the Spano appearances, you could see the you could watch the the maturation of Spano because uh, yeah. he was a fucking yeah he they, was a fucking loser. He was a, he was a maniac. Total loser. Yeah. And then and then the last time he's been on, he's all very like, like well, you he's know, all like, you know the synergy of of the of the uh, the the corporate uh, environment for you know. And I'm like, we dude, feel like on. we've got a yeah. good team. We're all Are swimming you? upstream in the same direction. We're together and wait a uh, minute aren't you the same guy that stood over here and just like fucking grunted and like flexed and screamed about les shapiro you're the same guy yeah i think so Uh, and i mean let's not forget cecil lammy has been kind of an original and a guest time after time after time always so generous with his time and uh just such a huge talent i still love the audible as much as he comes on the fan and I, you know, I enjoy listening to Cecil on the fan, especially that Wednesday night fantasy show. It's just great. Yeah, but the, that's his uh, wheelhouse. Yeah. That's his wheelhouse, and he doesn't want to admit that. He doesn't want that to be the case. Yeah, Cecil wants to be an NFL guy, not a fantasy guy, and I respect that. But God, that is his wheelhouse. Yeah, he's so he's good. He's so at it. good, and he interacts with callers 
so well. He's got that down like nobody's business. And when you got a thing, you got a thing. And Cecil's got a thing. And he's always been a great guest for us, along with, of course, the great Reno. No yeah, I was going to mention Reno. He was on, he's been on more than anyone. And uh, Jeff Martin, too. I think those two guys have been on the most, right? Jeff's been on quite a bit. Um, uh, Crackman was Crackman's on quite been a on bit, but not like as much as those times. guys. What's well, Crackman the, came on with uh, that one time with uh, Hawkman, right? Well, and, uh, Lindsay yeah, Jones. Benjamin Hawkman. Yeah, came with Hawkman. Uh, every time Hawkman. Jonah Carey, too. They came. Uh, that was Hawkman. That was just Hawkman. Oh, just Hawkman. Yeah. Okay. You deleted the Jonah Carey episode. <laughs> no, right? I did not. No, I did not. Um, <laughs> that, that one's still out there somewhere, but... Um, yeah, you know, and that that's was probably another pretty famous person that was on at one point. But um, no, all good folks, and there was always, you know, it was always a good. Um, I don't think there was any too many like really bad shows. I think there's been some where maybe we had to mind. Well, there was one, the, the Roller Girls. I wasn't here for that. I though. know, but it was that one horrible. was terrible. That was horrible. Um, and that there was... was also a woman, a young gal, and, and I still follow her on Twitter to this day, but who was an Avalanche uh, prospect fan. Like a minor league hockey fan. Yeah, yeah, I know. That one, that one trudged along. That one trudged because it was early on, and I don't think that she was really geared towards talking. Well, she just wasn't geared towards talking and like offering anything. And we had a we had a few of those along the way, but um, you know, what other highlights you got there, bud? A lot of enemies being made over the years. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We've had our few. Les Shapiro uh, among them, but now a lot of paid fake followers over the years. That that was the thing. That was a thing for sure, uh, but my, no, my 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 fake followers did not come from Soisher. My fake followers came from Dino Costa. Dino Costa. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure I even got the backlash from that for fake followers. I got Soishered over the years. I'm pretty sure that Soisher was the one. It was who weird. Got me. It was weird. He had like it was a weird thing where like if you criticized him, all of a sudden followers yeah. would pop up. So I don't know if it was somebody doing it on his behalf or what, but he was not. Um, there was something to that, yeah. And then there was the infamous DMAC episode where that's some probably some, the all time greatest. Yeah. Where some things were taken out of the episode that we that we'll never know about. Well, oh, they're back. No, I I think I posted it in its entirety. Oh, oh. Um, like I came up one time and it was like five years since it had been, and I was like, oh shit, I'll just put this up because who gives a fuck now? Um, you know, Al's long gone from from the fan, um, and that was that was interesting because he went off on on Les Shapiro. I mean, nothing too bad. I think I think Spano gave it to him worse at another point. But oh, no. Um, <laughs> Fucking D Mac said he's like he's the worst human being I've ever known or something like that. <laughs> okay, it was like maybe. something super grandiose. Yeah. It was like, oh my god. Well, and then and then as the story goes, um, all of a sudden Colin gets a call the next day and he's like, Hey man, can you take hey, some? Hey, you that? gotta help me out, dude. <laughs> and Al, Al's agent got a hold of this. And then, speaking of losing co hosts for for uh for uh, D Mac, um, and not to change the subject at all, because I want to finish this, but man. Tom Nalen's fucking leaving now. And I've been listening to that show lately, and it's just rolling. It's just rolling. Sounds it great. turned out great. The Nalen DMAC thing turned out great. It's a really fucking a stroke of genius on the part of the station. It works out really good. And now Nalen's leaving. So DMAC's going to get another host. But what well, else? An- you got an- another good guest, Tom Nalen. He was on oh, twice. Yeah, yeah, twice. Right. That yeah. was really good. I tried, to get him, I tried to get him on actually this week, and he's just too busy. He's just right. got too much going on. I understand. So instead, you were stuck with me. So I was right. stuck with you. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I mean, I mean, I forgot about like the segments like Joey Apple Butter. You know, I forgot about. <laughs> I really forget you did it. not want to know how I got this smartphone <laughs> yeah. into the prison. Oh my 
Like, <laughs> by, by the way, that that uh, that picture that Colin yeah. picked of that kid in prison. Whenever, yeah. whenever Colin texts me, that's what pops up. Like, <laughs> there it is, like, oh, Joey. So we're like, who's What's that? Who the fuck is that? Calling uh, Joey Applebutter yeah. is a big Denver sports fan who's gay. And loves being raped in prison, which is where he is. And he has a smartphone, and you don't want to know how he got see it in now, there. See, now that's an example of he just yeah. said that, and you get the context. We laugh. Yeah. Now, if he typed that out, yeah, that people would was... be like, you can't joke about that. You, are. you know what I mean? It's it's all context. And so, that, of no, course, Joey, came Joey from... Joey actually uh, had a chance to go on parole, and he turned it down. <laughs> he, he enjoys the raping. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. I understand. And that was kind of kind of born mm-hmm. out of the whole syrup or jelly thing that, yes, uh, that, that Reno yes. brought up. Yes, it was. That the is the very first time Reno came on, he brought up the syrup and jelly thing. Yeah, and, and I wasn't. I, I was just a um, just a mere friend and a listener at that point in time. And I'm driving through Canyon City, <laughs> surrounded by prisons. When you guys uh, were talking about that, it was well. It was and perfect. I wasn't there for that episode either. Yeah, I, there you were. Uh, yeah, you there were, was right one where you had Reno on, and I was in Minneapolis at the time. And I listened to it and I was dying. Fucking well, it was funny about Reno because he he showed like I was doing that show that he did with Eric Goodman. And I just kind of was like, I told Colin, I said, I think I'm going to ask them if they want to come do this show. And, and then I said, hey, you guys want to come do this podcast? We do any time. And Reno was like, fuck, yeah. Eric Goodman was like, I don't, I don't know. He kind of like, eh. and I was like, okay, you fuck, you can fuck off. But Eric has been on. Yeah, he has been on. Yeah. He was great. I thought Eric he was, was great. A when show. He was. That was yeah. a good show. It was awesome. I should have probably went through. some I'll of tell these. you what. Every time I accidentally listen to Les Shapiro and Eric Goodman, I go, you know, this is actually a pretty good podcast. Yeah, these guys, these guys are good. They're pros. They're pros. Yeah, total pros. Um, cool. Well, give give a couple more, and then we'll we'll take a quick break, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Well, I mean, Raider or Raider fan, Raider or Joker. Oh, oh my wow. God, I have one. Oh no, God, I have one. No. I, yes, I do. I have one. Let's I do, do it. Do you got? Do you right. got? Do you got miracles to queue up? Uh, well, we'll do it after the break. Okay, but, we'll do it after uh, the but break. But one. it's I good. It's good you brought it up. But there were just so many different segments, and you know, the thing, like I said earlier, was that I appreciate a lot is just when you guys talk about the history of Denver, like what was going on with like the the scene, like sure. you know, going out like the like after hours stuff you know because you know, like I, rock yeah. island yeah well this we always talk about this part of this part of broadway yeah, on the was just a fucking ghost this was, town th- this part of broadway was the gay part of town oh, it was very gay but that's the best place to go because you could go and play, play pinball in the lesbian bars and, and which was the three kings <laughs> which i think was the three kings at the time three queens the three it men. was the three queens then three queens and uh, now it's the three kings and uh, yeah you know people didn't give a shit you come in and play some pinball get, you get all high beforehand and go play pinball and drink some beer nobody gave a shit it was great it was good times quite a difference yes and that's uh you know i think that's probably the difference with a lot of these things. If anyone has, I don't know, people have podcasts and about Denver. I don't know if they even do that are younger. Everyone's probably most older because all us old people like to sit around and talk about, well, I remember South Broadway when it was this, you know what I'm saying? At least it's become something though. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's great. I do too. That's yeah, the also- whole thing. It is. It, I think it's still, an, I think it's still a net positive. I think because if you remember it back in like 1995, it was a fucking ghost town. Yeah. And there was a lot just nothing, of parts of town. And you like. could come down here and you'd go, man, wouldn't this be cool if this was like a place where you could go? Blah, blah, blah. And now it is. Yeah. Like the coolest thing in the mid 90s was Dude, like the 16th Street Mall. Ugh, and that <laughs> right around the first weekend of August, I had an, a big event I went to at Larimer Lounge. I hadn't been to Larimer Lounge in forever. 
And that entire strip up there, it was nuts. I mean, there was giant nightlife. It's there was Disneyland for adults. There was car. Awesome. There were cars everywhere, and fancy cars, loud music, taco trucks. I was like, I mean, the Larimer taco lounge. trucks on every corner. <laughs> if only, just like he said. But it, it was like it, when you went to the Larimer Lounge. Oh. Like 10 years, years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. You were in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, it was, it was very dark and it was very like, you know. So like, we mentioned the 15th Street Tavern earlier, right? So that uh, the guy who did Scott Campbell. Do you guys know Scott? Do you well, know I Scott? Know. I, oh, saw, yeah. I saw him this summer. Oh, cool. I, I saw yeah. him. Uh, so he was the one booking at the 15th Street yeah. Tavern. I remember when he was like saying, hey, I'm starting my new club. And he told yep. me where it was. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, well, I mean, it was a totally different place back at that time. Oh, yeah. And, like, no one hung out there. The only like, thing that was going on up there was raves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd get the secret Warehouse address raves. on raves, raves, raves and yeah. crimes. Yeah. Raves and crimes. Nothing going on up there. So, yeah. uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll uh, we'll get back and do it. If there's anything else we want to bring up, we can we can uh, do it. But let's take a quick I do, one. Yeah, I really have, and I can't believe I've been sitting on the stupid Raiders. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll do another we'll do another little quick segment, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll finish it up. But uh, until then, we'll take a quick break. Be right back. Everybody needs to sign up for footballguys.com. You're only two weeks into the fantasy season, and the $25 or $30 it would cost you to use their amazing system and their amazing tools and their amazing rankings. I mean, it's done wonders for me. I'm 0-2 in three of my leagues and 1-1 in the other. So I'm proof that footballguys.com works. I'm just kidding. You don't want to look at my outcomes you want to think about yours, and you want to think about about lineup dominator and all of the ranking tools available to you. Thirty bucks, man. Tell them the South Stand sent you. It's footballguys.com, a sponsor of the podcast since time immemorial. I had the wrong pot up. Here we go. And admit that the water's around your head grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are changing So, So no one wants to go to the show next month, huh? Uh, I'm right it's going to be like, like fucking 300 bucks. Well, it is now. Yeah. If you didn't buy then. All shows are like 300 bucks again. now, it seems like. And don't it's the problem with shows. Soon. Are you guys pumped up for this Ween Green Day fucking... No Ween Green Day and who? Uh, Ween's not playing with Green Day. 
But we miss oh, no, Weezer, 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 Green no, Day, no, and no. not into that at all. Although Rick Ocasek uh, uh, produced their first Weezer's first album, yeah. as well as Bad Brains, Rock for Light. Oh really? Yeah, he uh, produced I didn't it. Know that. Yep. Was unaware. Great fucking album. I'll be going to three nights of Ween though at the end of October. I bet sorry. you will. Yeah. Please heed the call. So many beautiful Dylan songs. Um, I like that guy. It's great. Um, he's one of those guys that could go with any time. You know? Maybe he's probably in his seventies, right? Yeah. He's gotta be in his seventies. Yeah, I fucking I get like I get like a good buzz on and I start listening to Dylan. I'll late start at night. just crying. Yeah. I'll, I'll start crying. Cry, but it's, no, he makes me cry. Neil Young makes me cry too. Oh, I love Neil Young. I'm um a, the uh I'm an even bigger Neil Young fan. Yeah, Neil Young makes me cry all the time. Um God, the Broncos are gonna be bad for a long time. They are. Before God, you be, before let's be while you're talking about bad teams, I just want to mention the Rockies real quick. And oh, um, that was such a flame out. And I was so bummed because I really thought they were going to be good. And I was just so dejected. And it's funny because I fall. They started out super shitty and then it started looking like, oh. And they just got super shitty. They're right in the shit now. But there's so many people I follow and that I I converse with, nice folks on Twitter. And I see them, you know, talking about the Rockies. And I just, I'm just like, I'm out. I, I I can't. Dedicating time to this, there's no, no fucking no. way. I'm like, I, I, I could just go. We could go watch a fucking movie with my kid instead of watching the I goddamn had, Rockies. I, I had a brief, a brief moment of sudden interest when I realized that they had a chance of having the worst record in franchise. Yeah, history. that was a little interesting. And I was like, okay, win five games, and then they won five games, so they yeah. covered that. Well, that that that's that's what makes it interesting. And I want to say, last season I was totally out on the Broncos until they almost beat the Chiefs in that game, and they fucking blew it because Vance Joseph is a fucking moron. And I was so upset, I was so pissed off. And I this is the first time I'd been like pissed off in a long time at like a at like a Bronco game or like any sort of like a sporting event. And I was so mad, and I just was like, fuck this, oh fuck these guys. And I was so pissed because I just wanted to beat the Chiefs once just to fucking stick it to them, but they couldn't even do that. No. Hey, you guys remember remember this too? The Rockies, like a week before the All Star game, they were in a playoff spot. They were a wild card spot. To, yeah. to, to have it sink so dramatically, that yeah, was terrible. So over bad. a two month stretch, well, you had incredible. that pod, you had that Padres series, and then that Dodgers series where a rookie walked them off three games in a row. Yeah, they had terrible. a rookie, different rookie, yeah, each of three nights walked them off. First time in Major League Baseball history, which with the hundred and however many years, it's pretty hard to have something happen for the first time in Major League Baseball history. I understand why pitchers don't want to come here, but I can't understand why they can't find a GM that wouldn't want to wouldn't want to wade in with some of those players and go, "Yeah, I can make this work." I think that's what making it work in fantasy managers. I'm on the cusp, yeah, of a title. Oh, in fantasy baseball, and I'm uh, I lead it. I led seven to five before the show started. It's touch and go all the way. And you fellas, I want you to know I want this. I know you do. I want this. I want this title. I started out in eighth place and I clawed my way back. No, I was in tenth place. I clawed my way back and I worked the waiver wire and I worked the waiver wire and I had some things break my way. I had a guy and Carcerone or Edwin, whatever his yeah, fucking yeah. name is, gets traded to the Yankees and just goes nuts and I've had things go my way, and I, I wanted to finish my way. 
Um, I, I can't believe I didn't win this year. I'm, I'm, I'm really quite, shocked you didn't. But you know what? Uh, Listen, uh, if if you don't win, that means I got to send the trophy to Chicago, and I, I don't want that to happen. So uh, let's, if I don't win, my heart's going to break. Yeah, let's just let's yeah. just do it. You're, and you're, last you're up weekend, seven five. So you're up yeah, I know I'm up seven five. Last weekend, I left for Moab, Utah. One of the, this is two weekends ago, and um, when I left town on Thursday, I was down ten categories to two. And it's just so like, you oh, just God. set your lineup because you didn't. Have I was going to be. I was in the. <clears throat> wow. I was in a canyon in the middle of fucking nowhere. I went into Moab City on that's, Sunday uh, morning, impressive, and checked my fucking thing, and I was leading nine to seven at the time, or nine to. Wow. Yeah, and I, it ended up being seven to five. Yeah, I lost. I, 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 I had a. Well, it's it's almost it was, fantasy it hockey season, so I've I've left baseball in the rear view. I'm re- I'm ready to continue with football. I'm ready for fantasy hockey. So, season. are you prepared to not be able to watch hockey? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it because I I you know what I'll probably you know if I want to listen on the radio or something like that it'll be available to me. And honestly, I don't watch a lot of stuff anyway. I just get the I just get the updates. Well, I, I mean? watch a lot of Nuggets, and I'm telling you right now, if you work at Comcast. I, and you happen to be listening to this podcast, I'm leaving. If you if if October 20th rolls around and the Denver Nuggets are not on TV, I will cancel my Comcast that you fucking should. day. You should. I am gone. Because one of the only things that keeps me paying fucking $300 a month for that bullshit service or 270 or whatever it is, is regional sports networks. And so I'm really upset about the whole altitude thing. But I did see something today that got me a little bit optimistic, and that was that Patrick Saunders wrote in the Denver Post that right now Sinclair Broadcasting is in the market to buy all of the remaining AT&T Sportsnet outlets and that it would be possible for them to purchase AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain merge it with altitude and buy a percentage of altitude so that we would, and it only makes sense to have the Rockies avalanche and nuggets on the same network. That would give them a very strong broadcasting base year round. Year fucking they, round. they wouldn't have Heartland poker fucking tour and dumb college fucking Utah college sports on. So that is optimistic, but these things take time. And the problem is right now, the Avalanche are already in the preseason. I believe they played their second preseason game tonight. And the Nuggets are right around the corner. So by the time I get back from this trip I've got going on, I'll know whether or not I'm able to watch the Nuggets on TV. And I am going to watch the Nuggets. But I realized something the other day, which was that if I take and extrapolate what I'm spending for my Comcast, which I only pay for because of regional sports programming, I could buy tickets to games oh, i could buy i could be there and i like to be at nuggets games so i will i i don't know how this is going to shake out but i think it is the biggest sports story in the denver market right now it's certainly a bigger story than the broncos certainly a bigger story than the rockies what's going to happen to altitude because there are a lot of people who are affected by this not just the on-air personalities your Mark Mosiers and your Vic Lombardi's and and uh, Katie Wingy and all these other great people, but also the people who are behind the cameras and in the studio and mixing the sound and all of those kinds of things. And then there's the radio side, and the rumor has it right now, what I'm hearing 
is that the radio stations are for sale. That includes Cool 105, Magic FM, and Altitude, and that Cronky Sports... Not Magic FM. Yeah, <laughs> Magic FM. Better ratings than you, than you would no, ever sure. have imagined um, because they're in office buildings. Yeah. So those three stations are valuable. They belong to Cronky Kron- Sports Enterprises, and from what I've been told by two sources, one national, one local, is that those stations are for sale. So as much as I enjoy the Altitude product, I'm bracing myself for being without it. But let's hope there's an out. And one thing that Altitude has been broadcasting out there, don't block my avalanche, don't block my nuggets. They are the ones blocking that bro- those broadcasts right now. If you're a Colorado Rapids fan, you should be pissed. Because it's not DirecTV, Dish Network, and Comcast that are refusing to accept their free signal. They're withholding the signal until negotiations are completed, which makes perfect sense. But then they advertise, don't block my avalanche. That's not fucking accurate. What's accurate is they're withholding the avalanche right now because they don't have a deal. Sure, but they're they're doing that because they're not getting the deal that they want. If they gave a fuck about the fans, and which is what they're trying to tell you, yeah, and they want you to support them, then you support me and let that broadcast oh, be on TV while you negotiate. Trust me, they they don't have they don't have the leverage, and it'll come and they'll, they'll basically say, okay, you don't you don't want no leverage. You don't want to you don't want to you don't want to play ball with us. Okay, we're just going to keep it off. So what'll happen is they'll either decide, okay, let's just do this until we can figure something else out. They're just gonna they're gonna fold. They'll put it on. You're gonna right. be able to see it. As far as something else, I what's this? Uh, you'll know what's the Amazon deal. So they're looking at Amazon Prime, perhaps they're doing possibly, it? possibly. If it, that's not gonna happen though, because the leagues have a vested interest in not allowing that to happen, because they all have their own streaming services. So it's a huge conflict right now between the leagues, the regional sports networks, the cable providers, and the internet companies. And I, I'm not optimistic that we're going to get a streaming option. I, no, I think there's almost no way it's going to happen because it would compete directly with NHL Center Ice and um, and NBA TV, League Pass, the NBA yeah. League Pass. So eh, it sucks, man. And my fucking Comcast is so goddamn fucking expensive. It is. If the Nugget season starts, I turn on the TV, they're not there. I'm going to be fucking pissed. Well, but won't they be somewhere, though? Like even on at No, Sports? not necessarily. You would think the leagues would make sure they're somewhere. But time is fucking ticking. So the seasons can and probably will start without a broadcast partnership. I mean, can it be on NBA TV, though? or No, because NBA TV will block out. it out locally. Okay, and fucking, so will NHL Center Ice. It'll, it'll get resolved. And, and, and Altitude, and Kroenke will have to bite the bullet. Altitude's going to have to capitulate if they want to stay on board. And what that means is becoming part of a sports tier that you have to pay for. And I'm already paying a whole lot of yeah, money. Yeah, that's bullshit. And, and I mean, all of it's ugly anyway. Like, takedowns are always bad. I mean, you, you see that with sometimes with like the local channels. Channel Nine yeah, yeah, had Channel this Nine. happen a few years yeah, like, ago. Like, in this, like the they com- were fighting with Directv. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and all these companies have like because they negotiate, they kind of push things to the limit. Like AMC does that, and some it's a very fragile thing because sometimes they're trying to get like the most and not lose a lot or like viewership, but then like you have HBO and Dish. Where it's probably not going to come back with like from Dish, but there's different reasons for that. You got billionaires arguing yeah. with billionaires, and the rest yeah. of us get stuck in the middle. 
Well, I think it'll get resolved. Um, but you know what? Uh, if it doesn't, it's a good reason to to get to cut the cord and do something different, which it, I would love to do. It'd be fantastic. Well, read read Patrick Saunders' article from today about the TV situation. That was really interesting. The one last thing I had on my yeah, let's list get out of here. I'm, I, I, uh, I want to put this on wax, and I'm fading out. I wanted <laughs> to. Say, I saw you yawning. I know. Um, sorry. I usually don't yawn. It is it's late. late. I wanted to send my heartfelt. Condolences to Ryan Edwards. He had a, a tilt in our South Stands oh, Denver. I was like, oh god, somebody died. Yeah, no, like, yeah, his, his parents were both killed in a fiery plane crash. <laughs> I was like, what happened to Ryan? Um, yeah, it's too bad. No, um, he had a uh, the one of the best fantasy contests I've ever watched in real time. He and Craig Kennicott went back and forth this week, and because Ryan. Uh, uh, Matt Ryan knelt down at the very last play <laughs> oh, nice. of the Monday night game. He lost by point zero two points. It was like one forty nine point six zero to one forty nine point six two. Well, what would he need him to throw a pass? I mean, would it be just it, one it pass? It counted as a sack. Oh. So that so he lost by point zero two two tenths of a point to Craig Kennicott. And Kennecott had Patrick Mahomes. Oh. So he had survived Mahomes. He was on his way to an unlikely victory. And then because of one kneel down, which counts as a sack. That's a bitch. He lost by two tenths That's, of a that's point. bullshit. Counts as a I, oh, sack. Oh, it's horrible. I, I lost a championship Sunday night game. Sunday night game. This is for the championship. I had the Cowboys kicker. And I'm forgetting this guy's name at this point in time. All you had to do is make the field goal and I win. And he Doinked it off and I lost. That sucks. Just champion. Rest, rest in peace, Ryan. We'll miss you. But it's all uh, great though. Like having those games where you lose by or win by a, like less than a point. Oh yeah, I, I mean won. It's, it's very stressful as I, well, but it's fun. I won the first week from one from a Will Lutz field goal. He kicked it at the end of the game to win it, and I won. And I won just because I wasn't paying side. attention, but I took you by like. Point two or yeah, something. I know because I know, and I was like, I was like, all a fucking Crowder needed to do was catch one more pass, and it was fucking. Was over. there even a pass his way? Did he drop one? What? what I didn't. He see didn't. It. No, he didn't get thrown to to the fourth quarter, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they threw to him a bunch of times, but just not enough. So uh, that's fantasy for you. It's a bitch. Um, it's good times. Yeah, it's good times. Good times. Well, let's get out of here. Um, this is good stuff. Marcelo, thanks for coming in. Well, thanks for Pre- having me. Appreciate you uh, taking us down yep. memory lane a little bit. So it was good stuff. Um, we, we appreciate your support over the years. It's good It's good to have you as a fan. I'm going to come back for the for the next 10 years. Oh, yeah. 20, oh, 20 years. years. 20 yeah. years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to happen. Sure it will. Um, but uh, already, no, it's good stuff. I already but, puzzled myself in for that. So He's uh, he's Guy Incognito on Twitter. You might have blocked him already. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Plenty of people on that list. Might have been the case. So, uh, it's like, if no you more crows. Yeah. I can't take the crow. If you haven't. Come for the crow takes. Stay for the dick pics. <laughs> yes, right. okay. That's exactly right. Well, good times, fellas. It's uh, good seeing everybody. It's good, it's good to sit here and talk with everyone. And uh, until next time, adios. This is a cover, too. Yeah. We love you, Denver! <laughs>